listening to the She's Going Places podcast. I'm your host Taylor and welcome back to another Wednesday. As you saw by the title, which I'm sure you very quickly clicked on, this is the highly sought after, highly anticipated, the one you've all been asking for, the wedding episode. In this episode, I'm going to deep dive into every wedding detail, the days leading up to the wedding, literally the day of schedule and talking about what went right, what went wrong, what I loved about my wedding, what I would have maybe changed about my wedding. Yeah, we're going in. We're, we're talking about everything this week. Okay, to fully talk about this wedding, like we need to like go through the entire wedding weekend because for my wedding, it was a destination wedding. So we are from West Palm Beach, Florida, which is like South Florida in between Orlando and Miami. And we ended up choosing a wedding venue and Chose got married a little bit outside of Orlando. So it was about two, two and a half hours away from home. And so it was a destination wedding for everyone from home. And then it was obviously a destination wedding for like everyone coming in from college or out of town. So it was, it was a big destination wedding, like almost, I think we had like one guest or maybe two that were like from the Orlando area that literally just got to like drive over. And so everyone was staying in hotels, everyone was getting there the night before. And so it made it for more of like a weekend experience, which I actually loved. So let's hop into Thursday. Wedding was on Saturday. So on Thursday, that was when our families were driving up so that we could get to the condos. So there was condos on the venue's property where we were having like the bridal party stay where we were having immediate family stay um and like people's like parents and like some family friends like we were all staying at the condos on property and so we got up there early to like get everything settled literally we had to take I think it was like four cars because my wedding dress literally took up an entire car and if you've seen pictures of my wedding dress you understand why that 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 girl was massive and it feels so crazy to be able to get to talk about it because I haven't been sharing any details because obviously like all my friends and family, like they listen, like people who care, they listen to these podcast episodes. So I didn't want to give anything away, but please go look at my Instagram. Literally this dress, this dress. Oh my gosh. While we're on the topic. So I wore an Eve of Milady ball gown. Um, I don't know the name of it off the top of my head or like the style number, but it, oh my gosh, I've never even really talked about like me picking out my wedding dress. This is crazy. The, this whole time with the wedding, I like didn't want to share too much because like I just I just didn't know like what to say or what not to say and I wanted to keep things being a surprise. So like now things are all open in the air. So we were wedding dress shopping and I had had my eye on an even lady. And what turns out is that this dress in specific, my mom had texted me a picture of it on my birthday the year before like Months before I got engaged, my birthday is in September, we got engaged end of November, she sent me this wedding dress and we didn't go wedding dress shopping until like April. My mom was just, you know, she's on it. And she'd sent me a screenshot of this exact wedding dress and she was like, look at this. And I was like, yeah, wow, it's so pretty, whatever. And I just didn't, I forgot about it. Like we had never talked about it again. We never looked at it, but I knew I liked this, this designer. Like it was like gorgeous. I really wanted something extra. Is that shocking to you guys? It really shouldn't be. 
it was just like you only get to wear a wedding dress once and I had always been looking at wedding dresses and I literally watched say yes to the dress since I was literally like came out of the womb like it was like a pastime of mine and I remember literally being in sixth grade and like watching it with my friends and we'd all talk about like what we wanted our wedding dresses to look like and for the longest time I think like at one point I wanted like a mermaid style then I wanted like a fit and flare which I, those are like kind of the same thing and then like as I was getting older I got really set on the idea of having like an A-line dress with like lace long sleeves and an open back. Like it was kind of trendy at the time. Think Kristen Johns' wedding dress. Like that was what I wanted. Like I saw her wedding video and I was like, that's exactly what I want. Like it's perfect. And so my mom was sending me these like really extravagant like ball gowns. And I was like, I just don't think that's me. I really want like, I really want the wedding to be really classy. Like lace long sleeves were always what I wanted. My mom's wedding dress had lace long sleeves. And I had gotten to wear her wedding dress for like a show I was in. And so, and I was just like obsessed with it. Like it was just, I don't know why. I just really got, like, you know, you just get certain ideas stuck in your head. And so the first time I went to go try on wedding dresses, I asked for lace long sleeve. I'm like, that's what I want. I tried it on and I was like, immediately no. Like immediately no. I'm like, it just has to be the dress. And then I tried another one on and another one on and another one on. And I was like, wait, I like kind of hate this. Like this, this this just isn't it. This isn't what I pictured. This isn't what I wanted. Like, I'm so confused. Like, my whole world is being rocked. And then so from there, you're trying on everything. Like, it, they're, the stylists are just trying to give you everything. And this was the first appointment where I went where I was like, give me a little bit of everything so I can figure out what I like. And so we're trying stuff on and I'm just like, nothing is hitting. Like, and that's like the worst feeling ever. Like, when you're just like, that's like when in your heart, you're like, I'm never going to find a wedding dress because I'm just trying stuff on and I'm like, this stinks and I was there with my mom and my grandma it was before all my friends came into town and I was like shoot like all these people are traveling in to South Florida to go with me to pick out my wedding dress and like I'm not going to pick one like this is this is going to be a disaster and so finally towards the end of the appointment she was like well why don't we try on like a ball gown and I was like okay I actually think it was my grandma who was like I want to see you in a ball gown like just put on a ball gown like for funsies and I was like okay like sure like I'll put one on and I put it on and like it obviously it wasn't the dress that I bought but all of a sudden I was like like wait I don't hate this like this isn't bad like I don't I don't mind it like I was like oh I actually kind of really like how this looks on me it's like a strapless ball gown I think I'm like this actually like looks good like, it's pretty cute. I was like, oh, like, I was just kind of surprised by how I felt in one. I'm like, this is actually really pretty. It was like the most bridal I think I had felt at that point. And so I was like, okay, we left that appointment, didn't buy anything, whatever. And so then my friends start slowly and surely coming into town. Like, literally, people were coming in, like, hour by hour, day by day. And we were going to appointment after appointment after appointment. And finally, it just escalated to the point where I was like, I'm getting a ball gown. Like, I don't know how it happened, but that is what I'm buying. And I remember we were at this one appointment. I don't even remember what the dress looks like anymore. But we were at this dress shop that was attached to a Chick-fil-A drive-thru. It was the most interesting thing ever. And I found a dress and I loved it. It was the first dress that I like loved. And I was like, this dress is awesome. It was, I think, my second appointment. And I was like, let's restore faith in the world. But like, I wasn't like crying about it. And I was just kind of like, mm, I'm a pretty emotional girl. Like, I feel like I'm going to cry when I put on my wedding dress. And that's what people always tell you. And I feel like it gives you like really bad expectations for wedding dress shopping because you just like don't, you just don't know and you don't know how you're going to react. That's what I would say for all of weddings. 
season is like people put a lot of expectations on like how you should be feeling, how you should be acting. And that played a lot into like my wedding weekend, which, oh my gosh, this episode's going to be so long. I can just tell. Um, people put a lot of pressure on that. And so whatever, we're dress shopping. Finally, appointment after appointment after appointment. Ball gowns are getting bigger. They're getting different. We're trying different fabric, everything. I easily tried on 40 plus dresses. Easy. And so finally, we get to the last appointment. And this is the only place that carries even lady dresses. I'm like, that's essentially what we are going for. And I was so nervous. Like I literally, I remember thinking I had to like throw up and go to the bathroom all at the same time. Cause I was like, all these people travel in to see me pick out my wedding dress. And I have not found one that I love that stinks. Right. And so I was like putting so much pressure on this appointment of being like, I have to find my wedding dress. I have to find it. And we get in there and they pull the first dress I try on. They pull an Eva Milady and they're like, try it on. And it has like all of these big flowers all over it. It's massive. It is so heavy. And I was like, oh my gosh. So I try it on. I walk out and I see myself in the mirror and I instantly start crying. Like instantly. And everyone is so excited and everyone's so happy. And obviously the person who's selling me the wedding dress is like, woo. And we're like literally ecstatic. And I'm like, okay, like we're in the right place. Like I need to wear an Eva Milady wedding dress for my wedding. And I'm like so happy. And I'm like, this dress is great. Like I, I really like it. And I just kept on saying, I really like it. Like, well, do you love it? I'm like, oh yeah, I really like it. Like I, it just like, it wasn't hitting. And then the person's like, okay, let's try on like some of these other dresses. I don't even remember what I tried on because I was just thinking about that first dress the whole time. I'm like, I like it, but not as much as the first one. Like, I don't even care about any of these dresses. And then finally she was like, okay, before we put back on the Eve that you had on, I have another one. And it's nothing like you have described that you wanted. She's like, it's a little bit more like royal. It's really sparkly. It kind of has like, oh, that's the other thing about Eve and Lady dresses. They aren't white. Like, they, they're not white. Like, they oftentimes have, like, a blush underlay. That was what my first dress was. So it was, like, kind of pink. I'm not even kidding you. Like, I was about to buy a pink wedding dress, which is so on brand for She's Going Places. Like, it's white, but, like, it has, like, a, a blush under. So, like, it's, it doesn't look, like, pure wedding white. You know what I mean? And she said, I have this other one. Like, it's super different. And she shows it to me. And I was like, well, or here. Like, I'll try it on. And I tried it on and I walked out and it had the most intricate bodice, same massive train, different fabric. It wasn't floral. It was like sparkles and like really intricate design. It was like a floral design, but there wasn't like actual floral appliques on it. And I was just staring at myself. I didn't cry like I did in the first dress, but I was like, I really like it. And all of a sudden, like I was, I was a disaster. I was like, wait, hold on. This is nothing like thinking about from the start, I'm like, I want lace long sleeves, super like simple, classic romantic. So now I'm in this massive sparkly ball gown. I was like, okay, I don't think I'm a princess. Like what is going on? I'm like, this is crazy. But the bodice, like I just couldn't stop staring at myself. I'm like, okay, let's put on the other dress. And I put on the other dress and I was like freaking out. And then I put back on that and we just kept switching back and forth between the dresses and I was losing my mind. Okay. And eventually, like, I remember talking to my mom. My mom was just kind of going off my emotions. She's like, well, you did cry in the first dress. Like, I think that's the one. And I put it on and I'm like, no, I hate it. Like, all I'm thinking about while being in this floral applique dress 
is that I want to be in the other one. And so we go and we put back on the other one and I come out and I'm crying and I was so excited. And that's essentially the story of how I found my wedding dress. Looking back, the floral dress that I was thinking about buying, me and my mom look back at those pictures and literally cackle. Like she wasn't, even, she wasn't cute. Like, I don't know what it was. Like it, I think it was just the motions of it, but like that, no, 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 no. In comparison to the dress that I got, the dress that I got is all things perfect. And guess what? It literally was the dress my mom sent me a photo of literally basically a year before that we were like, this dress is amazing. And it was kind of like a big full circle moment. I got like the most beautiful veil. Like that was just the story of my wedding dress shopping. That was a big tangent. So let's circle back. So the dress was massive. And so she had her own car to drive up. So we had that and we had like all the stuff that we had, like bridesmaid bags. We had groomsmen gifts. We had all of my family's clothes, like my brother's tuxedo, my dad's tuxedo, my mom's dress for the wedding, everyone's rehearsal dinner outfits, everyone's weekend duffels, um, literally like so much stuff. And so we took like four cars up to Orlando, maybe even more. Like we were putting things like my grandpa drove stuff up the next day. It was crazy. And so we got there and we had to get the rooms prepared. And so like I ran up to like the bridesmaid like the bridal suite essentially and like got their like tote bags put together and it was really cute like I got them um sage green robes with like matching feather slippers I really wanted to do sage green as my wedding color originally and then I just fell in love with this like cinnamon rose color dress from revelry and I was like okay well I guess I'm not doing sage green like it was a really kind of an impulsive decision like I was so set on sage green just like I was so set on and sage green would have looked so good with my dress. Like, it would have complemented it really well. But I was obsessed with the bridesmaid dresses I picked. And so as a nod to that, we did sage green robes in the morning. And, like, so I think it, it worked out perfectly. And they had these super cute matching slippers that I got from um, Shein, I think. Um, and so it was super cute outfits. They got, like, a bunch of, like, skincare because Hunter's mom's an esthetician. So she, like, hooked us up with some nice skincare and, like, hair products um, that I had in there, like, I had tissues in there, I wrote them all, and these, like, super cute, we got personalized Hunter Taylor wedding stationery that we did all of our notes on, so, like, everything was uniform, what else was in their bags, just some other, like, random, like, cute little stuff, right, and so that, oh, their earrings for the wedding, I think that was everything, yeah, so that was the bridesmaid bags, for the groomsmen gifts, we did personalized Yeti tumblers with the boys' initials on them, I loved them, they looked so good, um, you know, boys are, like, weird about, like, monogrammed stuff, but I, all of them have called back and basically, like, oh, that's, like, my work cup, or, like, that's what I bring to school. Like, everyone actually really likes them, and so they look, like, super cute and, like, masculine. We got, like, just, like, the solid silver with, like, black, really nice lettering. It was, like, the vibe of the wedding. Like, it was super classic, but, like, Tuscan, Italian, but then, like, it was, like, really elevated, so it felt kind of bougie. Like, we were trying to tie in, like, all of these different elements, and so, the boys were going to be in, like, all formal tuxedos. It just felt, the Yetis feel really formal. So I just like how that worked. They got the personalized stationery, too, and we got that set up in their rooms. Like, we went grocery shopping and, like, stocked it with, like, water bottles and drinks and whatever. Um, what else did we do? Oh, and then I made welcome bags for everyone staying at the condos. And so the welcome bags were super cute. Um, I saw, like, a TikTok, and someone used, like, these really cute um, jute tote bags. And we made like personalized welcome tags with our picture on them from our engagement shoot at Bella Kalina. In there we had popcorn and M&Ms because like who doesn't want popcorn and M&Ms? 
Um, we put in there like hangover, like liquid IV kind of something. Um, we put like a first aid kit in there in case like um, women needed like bobby pins or band-aids or whatever. We put some Advil or Tylenol in there. We put Tic Tacs in there. Um, we had the shuttle schedule because there was shuttles that were taking them to the venue and like back to their rooms. We like we had a bunch of really cute stuff put in there for them. Um, so I was really excited about the well, about the welcome totes. They turned out literally adorable. Like I literally love them. Um, so that's what everything we were like kind of setting up that first day and like getting all of my stuff organized and like little things, whatever. So then that night we went to dinner with family friends who those were the only family friends that came in early, um, which it was really nice to get to go to dinner with them like before the wedding weekend started. And Hunter was with his family, so it was just my family, my brother. Dylan you're a part of our family don't worry and then our family friends and we just got to sit and have like a nice meal and like just like talk a little bit before the full all my bridesmaids got there and so then after that I ran from dinner Hunter picked me up and we went we had dinner at the venue at like one of their restaurants and picked me up and we met with some of the bridesmaids and some the best man was there and my maid of honor got there and we got to like go run around we ran to Publix actually to get a birthday cake because that day was one of my bridesmaids my little's 21st birthday and then two of my brides one bridesmaid had her birthday two days before and she was coming in from Hawaii and then the other bridesmaid had her birthday like a week before so I just got a birthday cake for everybody just to get to celebrate and I hadn't got to see them and so they all got there and we got to like help them like get into their rooms and get settled and all my bridesmaids got there that night and that was sweet and we ended up throwing Hannah a little 21st birthday party in the boys the groomsmen suite and we like I like, had one of the groomsmen like pretend to be like a bouncer at the door to like ID her and we all just kind of got to hang out and like kind of relax before like the weekend really ramped up so that's what we did Thursday and then Friday was when the rehearsal was so um we had like our officiant that was there and his wife and like they got there Thursday night and so we got to spend all day with them on Friday and the bridal party was there family started coming up and we had our rehearsal at like 2 p.m just because they were having a wedding there Friday night and so like we got to run through it I wore the cutest um Bonks and Banco dress and it's like a really popular one on Revolve I literally loved it I'm going to be wearing it forever it's like the best dress ever that was my rehearsal day dress oh yeah things got extra and I got to wear my mom's veil to the rehearsal. So, like, that was super sweet. And we, like, ran through. It was the first time the whole bridal party saw the venue. So, it was gorgeous. And at that point on Friday at the rehearsal is when we made the weather call with my wedding planner that we were going to keep the wedding outside. So, the plan was for the wedding to be completely outside. The venue is gorgeous. I wanted ceremony and reception completely outside. And at that point, the weather looked good. For the weeks leading up to it, it was Literally, I was in utter turmoil. Every single day, the weather was changing. Every single day, it was breaking my heart. Like, it was awful. This is my note. Like, don't ever try and really plan a full wedding outdoors if you live in a place like Florida or really anywhere. Like, it's just not worth the heartache, in my opinion. Ceremony outside and having a good backup, I think that's worth the risk. But the whole thing, even though we planned for it, even though we picked February for the better weather, even like we took every precaution possible. In the end, as you'll see, the weather in Florida does what the weather in Florida does. And so at that point, we made the call. We're going to keep it outside. It was going to be a little cold and so a little bit colder than we had anticipated. So we added even more heaters and we were just like, 
literally just like praying at that point that like everything just worked out. But I was really happy that we were going to get to keep it outside, really excited. And so there's that. We go back, get ready for rehearsal dinner. And at this point, everyone who was staying on property at the condos were there. So then there were so many more people for me to get to see, which was actually really, really nice to have. The rehearsal dinner was kind of like a welcome dinner. And so it was about 60 people. And so all of those people, like I got to like actually get to have a conversation with or see and hug and visit with before the day of the wedding. Cause like during the wedding, you're really not getting to spend time with people. Like you're really just trying to survive and I'm not even lying. And so having that at first, I really wanted a really small rehearsal dinner, but we ended up doing the bigger welcome dinner and I'm glad we did because it was really sweet to get to spend time with everybody. But I wore this short white dress. I got it hemmed and it had like a feather boa off the shoulder, like strapless situation. And then these really sparkly, they're like knockoff designer shoes. I don't know what designer it's supposed to be, but they're really trendy on TikTok. It's like these Amazon and they have like the crystal bows on them. My outfit was adorable. I'm not going to lie. Like I looked great. <laughs> like I literally loved both of my outfits that day. So it was really exciting to get to wear both of those. Everyone loved it. It was really, really fun. And the dinner kind of got like, it was really sweet. Like people got to get up and like talk and like share stories and like um, like give like little mini speeches which was sweet and just getting to like visit with everybody and everybody ended up staying in there like really really late like everyone was just having a really great time but then the crazy so Friday mind you like this is the day before the wedding everyone really was having a good time and so including all of the adults so the adults probably were having more fun than the kids but at this point like it was a lot of college students like our entire bridal party were all either current college students or recently graduated within the last two years. And so everyone was back in the groomsmen's room all hanging out, but then all the parents were having their own little parties in the condo. The best way to explain the condo is it was like a little cruise. And so everyone was hanging out and having a really good time. That's how I'll word that. And it was, it was really fun. It was sweet. I was already starting to get a little like anxious about the wedding. And so like, I wasn't in like the place to like want to like party and hang out like I was a little like Ee! but I wore this sweatshirt that I made that said wife of the party with like fake Sony clover patches I almost ordered it from this company that does it and it was like $130 and they ended up canceling my order because they didn't have white weird and so I ended up making a DIY one it didn't turn out that good I'm not a DIY queen um but I did wear it that night and it was fun and I hung out for a bit, but I kind of just wanted to like go to bed and like relax and like take a breath. And there were like certain things like I was like worried about Hunter and I's first dance and like I wanted to practice and I wanted to like there. I was just ready for the wedding. And so I ended up leaving and probably I went to bed around like midnight or something. But people stayed up very late. So now it is wedding day and the morning of was weird. Like, oh my gosh, I was like a shell of myself. I don't even know what, like I was so nervous and like anxious about how everything was going to go. I had just spent 14 months literally like planning every single detail minute ounce of this wedding. Like me and my mom had thought of everything. We had put effort into everything, every detail, every I was dotted, every T was crossed. And so when you're that involved, like there's so much that can go wrong and there's so much to think about that at that point, I was just like a little like doe-eyed, you know? And so, and also like, it was the morning of my wedding, like something that Hunter and I had been praying for literally since we were like 17 and 18 years old. So 
it was just like a big it was a big weighty day and it was like cold in our room because like we had like cranked down the AC really low because I said it was going to get really hot but I don't even remember that happening like really that morning I was kind of like zoned out a little bit like I did some quiet time in the morning to try and like you know like just have some Jesus time and like that really wasn't I didn't even like I was doing it but I was just sitting there and I was just so anxious and I I it kind of got cut short because I had to go get ready well, the reason why I got cut short and I got rushed in there is because Hunter had planned to send me a dozen roses one at a time throughout the entire morning with handmade cards with like a painted rose on the front and they were all like numbered like letter 1 through 12 and it had like scripture about marriage in each of them and like a note from Hunter about how like the scripture like applied to us and so he had it like timed out for me to get these like every 20 minutes. And the plan was to get it to me before my makeup had started so that if I was crying, I would be done crying by makeup. Well, the problem with that was, is I was literally a shell of myself. Like, I had no emotion that morning. Like, I was, like, fragile. That's, like, the best way to put it. And so I didn't cry at all. Like, I thought it was so sweet and it was so special and I'll treasure it forever. But, like, for so, like emotionally, like, it just wasn't, it just wasn't happening for me. And I was expecting, like, to be a little, you know, crazy. And same thing, my mom gave me the most beautiful gift. She got me a painting of my wedding dress. It's the, I have it hanging in my room right now. Like, it is the most gorgeous painting ever. Not a single, like, tear was shed. And my mom was like, huh? Like, I'm so emotional. that It, it was, like, weird that I wasn't being emotional at all. And, and at that point, I think this is a really good time to talk about the getting ready portion, was my hair. I, as a planner, like, this is shocking to me that this even happened. But I basically just kind of YOLO'd. <laughs> Why did I just say YOLO'd? I like just didn't put too much thought into my hair. I don't know why this happened because I put thought into everything, literally every single thing. And I had done like a, a couple, I did like one hair trial, but then I was going to take engagement pictures right after. So I really didn't want her to do wedding hair. I kind of wanted her to just curl it. And so we really didn't trial hair then. And then I did another hair trial, but then we ended up deciding that we didn't like it because there was nowhere for my veil to go. And so we never trialed what my actual wedding hair was going to look like. Never. And that is so unlike me. And that was a mistake because then all of a sudden I was getting my hair done and my makeup was done and they were finishing my hair and I hated it. I was like, uh-oh, like, and I was really set on not having my hair up because I wanted it down and curly. Like, I, I put my hair up for, like, proms and stuff. And I just looked back at pictures. I'm like, it just doesn't feel like me. Like, that's not – like, everyone always says, like, try and stay as, like, close. Like, if you're not used to wearing a lot of makeup, don't cover yourself in makeup because then you're not going to feel like yourself. Well, I really wanted to have my hair down. I love my hair. And I, I just didn't want it up, you know. So – and I had, like, a open – a more open back. But it wasn't anything like that was like super pretty that needed detail. Like I just I just wanted my hair down. And so I just was like, eh, it'll be down and curly, like who cares? And so this turned into this like drama saga. And it was the first time I cried because I was like, I I was just I like had a freak out about the hair. And so we had to try and fix the hair, and like it was like we couldn't like communicate on like what to do. So eventually I ended up really liking how my hair looked while we were getting ready. I was like, okay, great. And so we're trying, we're taking pictures, like things are good. I like love how my makeup looks, like we're doing great. And then it's time to go to the venue. 
after we'd just taken all those pictures and I'm, I ran back into like my parents' condo to like get the dress and everything and I look at myself in the mirror again and I'm like, I hate my hair. Like I was like, shoot, like this is not good. And so we ended up having the hair um, person come get on like the bus and like move to the venue and I was like, I'm not taking any more pictures with my hair like this. Like I need it fixed because the problem was, and I, this was like an underlying issue with me not picking my hairstyle was that my hair does not hold a curl. In all these trials, it was like a mission to see how are we going to get Taylor's hair to hold a curl. My hair has never held a curl in its entire life. And so like I got a haircut, I cut layers. Um, we tried using like curly hair mousse. Like we did, a, we did a lot of stuff to it and it just kept falling. And so since really the only detail of my hair was that it was going to be curled and like I had it pulled back, I was just getting super frustrated. So the hair girl came and we got to the venue and like it was really stressful and then also my mom's everyone's now getting a little stressed and we had so much time in the morning and like slowly but surely the hair issue ate up some of our time and so we finally get to the locker room we're at there it was stressful because the dress is massive it took three bridesmaids to carry the dress I didn't want Hunter to see the big bag because I didn't want him to know anything about the dress and the boys were out playing frisbee when we were trying to get onto the shuttle it was just I was just getting really, really stressed. And I just didn't even know what to do with myself. And so we finally get to the venue. We get in the locker room. I'm like trying to like take a breath, but the videographer is there. There's two of them. The photographer is there. There's two of them. And they're like trying to do their job and get stuff done. I'm stressed about the hair. So I basically am having everyone just wait until we can get the hair recalled. So we finally recurl the hair. And Kenzie, my sweets, you guys know Kenzie, my maid of honor, I put her in charge of like making sure I could get like wedding TikToks. Like I was really excited about wedding TikToks. I really wanted them. I had so many picked out that I wanted to do. And we had filmed a bunch of the befores at the condos because we had time. And then all of a sudden we got to the locker room. The hair took a long time. I don't know who decided to make wedding TikToks a trend, but you were literally the worst person ever because it added so much more stress to our time in the locker room because I was wanting to get TikToks, but then there was like no time to do a second take and like I was overwhelmed and I had people telling me, okay, you have one minute till you have to do this. You have this, this, this. And it started getting to the point where I was like, okay, Kenzie, like I need you to scrap it. And she, I told her at all costs, like get these dang TikToks done. And finally, I just looked at before the wedding and finally I just looked at her. I'm like, I can't do this. Like I, I literally just can't, like I'm a disaster right now. So then at one point they looked at me right before I said I couldn't do this. And they're like, okay, we weren't planning on us having time to do a first look with your dad. Your dad's ready right now. You can either go do a first look with your dad or finish this TikTok. And I was like, I'm obviously going to rather choose to do a first look with my dad. So then I go to go do that. And then they have that set up and they take those pictures. And like, that was awesome. That was the first time, like, you know, my dad see me. It was so precious. And then I was going straight from my first look with my dad to my first look with Hunter. Like it was like, bang, bang. And so it was just like my heart was just racing and I was like, I was very aware of the photos and getting really great wedding photos was a really big deal to me. I would seen so many people being so like disappointed in their wedding photos. And so I loved my dress and I did everything I could to like feel like pick the dress I loved and like I loved my makeup, but then obviously I wasn't happy with the hair. So then I was thinking about how my hair looked. It just like added more stress. So long story short, like really pick out what you want to do with your hair and like make sure you love it before the day of your wedding. Um, but we did the first look. Um, I was, it felt really controversial when I was trying to pick if I was going to do a first look or not 
with Hunter because I really, he's not like a big emotional person. Like with me privately, yes. But I knew because I mean, I know Hunter, like if there's a camera in his face, like that man's not crying. Like that's just not him. And there's this like notion around weddings that like grooms are supposed to just sob. And it's just like, that's just not Hunter. And so like, and it made him uncomfortable because I knew he felt like, oh my gosh, like I have to cry. So like she like feels like, you know, whatever. And so the first look aspect of it, I was like, I just, I don't know if I want to do a first look beforehand because then like, you know, like the, cer- like when we go into ceremony, like he won't have as great of a reaction and like everyone's always looking at the groom for a great reaction. And so eventually we decided to do a first look. And let me tell you, that was the best decision I ever made. And you'll hear why soon. But we did the first look and the actual first look itself, like it went good. Like I was excited to see Hunter. It was fun. Like we got to hug, but like the actual first look got completely ruined because where we got married at Bella Kalina, it's, it's a, it's like a golf club. And so at this point, the time of day, I think it was like two two thirty was when we were doing our first look. And the people who are members at this club don't like that people have weddings at this club because obviously like it, it ruins their Saturdays. Like it takes over. It's just, it's not super convenient. And so these three men, while we are literally doing our first look, videographers videotaping it. There's two photographers. Like I'm in a very big ball gown. Like there is no question what's happening. These guys are talking so loud right when we look at each other and walk in front of the cameras. And like that just instantly kind of took us out of it because I, you know, I was so self-aware. I was stressed about my hair. I was stressed about how Hunter was going to react to the first look. There's all these cameras, all these videographers. Like I'm wanting to get like the perfect shot. And then these guys, and I was just like, you've got to be kidding me. So I was like a little mad, but honestly, Hunter and I just kind of started like laughing about it. And it honestly, at the end of the day, I don't think it could have, like, it happened perfectly because I was putting so much pressure on it. And at the end of the day, it got ruined by some golfers, rude old men who walked in front of the shot. And and we got beautiful pictures of it, but like, just really took us out of the moment of it all. And so, but I loved that we did the first look because then we got to take pictures before the ceremony. And we got to go around like in this one area where I really wanted photos and like the weather was great at this time. Lighting was great at this time. We got to go by the reflection pool and take photos. It was awesome. And then we got to like say goodbye. It was really sweet getting to spend time with him that morning and like just see him and like see how handsome he looked. It was it was just sweet time together. So I'm really grateful I did the first look because then from there like I took bridesmaid photos and we got put back into the locker room for pre-ceremony. And that is when I was like, okay, like I feel good. I saw Hunter, like everything's going great. And then at that point we realized like I didn't have my veil in and like we like had to go and we didn't know how to secure the veil. And so then that was kind of stressful because I was like, well, shoot, we didn't finish any of the TikToks. And I was like, at that point, I was like, okay, we literally did not finish a single TikTok. Awesome. So happy about that, that we, I, I missed that. And I was really aware that we had missed out on that time. And so I was just like, okay, like, whatever, it doesn't matter. We're getting ready. And then, like, my mom starts getting emotional. And, like, we're, like, talking and spending time together. But then at that point, like, the wedding planner was like, okay, everybody out. Like, everyone needs to go line up. So the whole bridal party leaves. My mom leaves. Hunter's mom leaves. And I get left in – oh, the wedding. everyone leaves. And it's just me alone 
in the locker room waiting for my dad to come and get me before the ceremony. In the five minutes it took from everyone leaving to my dad getting there, I was like full-blown dry heaving. Like literally dry heaving in this gorgeous expensive ball gown standing at the doors of the soccer room completely by myself oh also to add in here the dress is too long okay like the dress technically like hit the floor at the right place but it somehow after alterations when we got to the venue the dress was too long like it needed to be hemmed more I don't know how that got missed or so the dress was too long so I couldn't walk that well in it so I'm sitting there dry heaving in my dress, waiting for my dad to get there. I am so nauseous. My stomach is turning. I barely, I literally didn't eat anything, like nothing. I had like maybe a quarter of a bagel that morning and some water. And I am like uh, actually losing it. And my dad gets in there and I'm like down fat. Like I'm squatting on the floor. I'm like taking really deep breaths. Like he's trying to calm me down. And I, and it was just, it wasn't that I was nervous about marrying Hunter. I was very excited to marry Hunter and be married to Hunter. It was just that I had really built up what my wedding ceremony was going to be like. Like, I was so excited for my ceremony that I was like, this is about to happen. And I was like, so stressed about being as fully present for the ceremony as like for the whole wedding and trying to really experience it that I was like sensory overloading myself. And I was literally dry heaving. And my dad was like, I'm like, I'm literally going to puke. And so he's running and he finds a vase and he puts it in my face. Thankfully, I did not throw up, but then eventually the wedding planner comes and gets us. We start walking out. We get over to this elevator. We had to like go through this back alleyway so that I could get to where I was going. I see the bridal party. They start walking and I'm like, okay, we're going through. I'm getting there. I'm with my dad. I'm standing there. They get us outside. The music for the ceremony is playing. I'm seeing the bridal party walking out. No one else can see me and I'm standing there and I feel a drop of rain. And I was, I look at my dad and I go, is it raining? And he's like, don't worry about it, Taylor. Don't worry about it. Another drop, another drop, another drop, another drop. And all the time, I'm like, it is full-blown raining. And it wasn't supposed to rain. The forecast was completely clear. Like, I wasn't even thinking about the weather, okay? And so I was like, oh my gosh, this can't be happening. This can't be happening. And it starts getting a little heavier and a little heavier and a little bit. And I'm just standing there with my dad and finally the, the, um, wedding planner was like, okay, go. And I start walking and my big, massive cathedral veil is stuck in a drain. It's stuck in a drain. So then she had to go and help. And I'm just now at this point, I've lost it. Like I'm dry heaving. I was like, this is crazy. And finally we turn the corner and we start walking. Mind you, I can't walk well because the dress is too long and my shoes all rhinestones. So the dress is getting stuck in the top of my shoes. It's really comical when you really think about this. And probably people who are at the wedding have no idea about any of this because I'm sure it looked, it all looked great. But this is what was happening on the inside. And so me and my dad are trying to walk and I'm literally like basically tripping over my dress. Like it was like bad, 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 bad. And we're walking in, in all the pictures. Like it's just me looking at my dad just laughing because I couldn't do anything else. It was literally raining when it was not supposed to rain. The ceremony is happening. I'm tripping. Like it was just, <laughs> it was really crazy. And so we finally get to the end of the aisle. I see Hunter. I see everybody looking at me. The, sh the dress is completely caught on my shoes. We have to keep walking. We're walking. We make it to the end of the aisle. I'm trying to fix the dress. And the rain is still, you know, like it's like starting to like heavy drizzle. And I was like, oh my 
gosh. And so I say bye to my dad. We like hug, whatever. I'm like trying to be like, oh my gosh, I'm getting married. But now at this point, I'm like, oh my gosh, it's raining. Like, are they going to make us move inside? Like what's happening? And so we get up there. We're set. I'm facing Hunter. We're standing there. I'm looking at everybody. And the officiant starts talking. And then the rain's getting heavier and heavier. And I'm literally like, oh my gosh, like I'm getting soaked. Like, like literally soaked. I'm looking at the officiant's book and literally covered in rain drops. Like he's starting to not be able to move the pages. And at some point the rain just kind of calmed and it was just like a con, like it was like a, it turned into like a really light drizzle. And so we kept the whole ceremony out there. Like literally if it had started raining five or 10 minutes before that, they would have made us move inside for the ceremony. So I'm really grateful for the timing. Hunter loved the rain. I don't know how he loved the rain, but he thought it added like a really fun vibe to the wedding. And I've heard that from some people and some people, it was freezing. And meanwhile, I'm in like a strapless gown, so much adrenaline pumping. I'm not even thinking about the fact that I'm cold and wet. Like at that point, like once I was like, we're out here and we're doing this, I was like, I'm marrying Hunter and I'm so excited. I wasn't thinking about anybody. I didn't care about anybody else as I should. Um, and Hunter and I were just so happy to be there. Everyone else was freezing. My poor bridesmaids are in these like super thin dresses, spaghetti straps. They're standing up there. Everyone's getting wet. Um, but the ceremony was beautiful. I literally wouldn't trade it for the world. The rain's like fun to talk about now and you can definitely see it in some of our pictures, but it was just so sweet. Um, our officiant did an amazing job. Like it, it really was such a beautiful ceremony. And then Hunter and I got to take communion together during our ceremony. And we had one of our friends um, live um, sing and perform the blessing. And so we all got to worship together while taking communion. And that is like the most beautiful part of my wedding. Like I will never forget what that felt like. Um, like getting to like worship with like my husband, like my fiance technically, like for the last time ever. I was sobbing because, you know, at this point, like I've like barely cried. Now I am hysterical hysterically sobbing like in some of the photos you can just see a trail of water going down my chest and it is not raining like I remember feeling all the tears like going down into the top of my strapless dress and I was just like god like I am here like I it was such a big moment for me getting to worship with Hunter I couldn't have cared less what was happening with anyone else behind me and then from there we got to do our vows we wrote personal vows um and our vows were like amazing. It was, it was, it was just the sweetest, most beautiful ceremony. I literally loved every second. I loved Hunter's vows. I was really proud of the vows that I wrote. Like it was just like amazing. Everyone was crying. It was like, oh my gosh, it was just, it was, it was just crazy. And then there's the rain and so finally the ceremony's over and we're walking out and I was like, I cannot believe I just got married. Like, but I will say I, I was so present what was happening during the ceremony that like I do remember it like a lot of people don't remember parts of their wedding like I remember all of it and it was so beautiful and I think the rain really helped me feel dialed in because at that point like I wasn't worried about like okay how does my posture look how I'm standing like am I making like a really cute face for the camera because like before the wedding I was like prepping myself to like look a certain way and like stand a certain way and like worry about angles the rain started happening like that was out the window like I wasn't worried about like looking down weird at my vow book like I was just like happy to be there and I wouldn't have treated that for the world it was really really sweet obviously I wish it didn't have to rain because then at that point we had to move to an indoor reception we had to make the weather call that it was going to keep raining and it was going to get colder and so we ended up and at that point 
like I was like the adrenaline was pumping so much that I was like yeah sure move it inside like I didn't even have a second to be sad about it my mom was definitely like worried and sad about it but like I was just kind of like vibing which was the best case scenario possible I was so happy and so then Hunter and I went to go take pictures and because of the rain and because last minute we had to move it inside we ended up having a long cocktail hour I don't even know how long it ended up being I really wasn't keeping track of time and I really didn't care um, then we ended up extending the wedding an extra hour because we were allowed to because it was inside. And so there was like all these logistical calls being made. But Hunter and I were out taking photos. And at this point, I was drenched. Okay, like you want to talk about my hair not being curled? Like I had like straight wet hair. And so all of our formal portraits, like we are freezing because now at that point, the adrenaline's down. For, I am free, like teeth are chattering because I'm soaking wet and it is like, a brisk 60 with like 20 mile an hour winds. I could be making up those numbers, but it was really cold. And um, my hair, I have like wet rat hair basically. And so in all my formal portraits, I have soaking wet hair. Like I am just soaked. Like there was not a towel in sight. Like it was just, that was how it was. But the formal portraits turned out beautiful. Shout out to my photographer because they are still gorgeous. My wet rat hair is just thrown to the back. And then we went out to take more portraits and like we were soaking wet, but like we were just having a great time. Um, and it was just fun. Like those pictures, <laughs> it's just funny thinking about it, how like we were like hopping on and off the golf cart and like the golf cart had a bunch of water on the top of it. And at one point, like the driver like stopped it and it all just fell onto the top of like my very expensive wedding dress. And I was just like, we're just vibing. Like there was just nothing else to do, but to like have a good time. And so we took photos and then we got back and it was like time for our indoor reception and like we actually ended up eating a bunch of like hors d'oeuvres in the locker room because at that point like I really hadn't ate like communion was really the first time I ate that day and so I ate a bunch then so like I didn't really eat that much at the actual reception but that was good because like I had something in my stomach and then we were just kind of hanging out and then we decided to scrap the heels because obviously I couldn't walk in them and we were about to do our first dance and so Hunter and I had matching sneakers for the reception I really wanted us to get matching Alexander McQueen sneakers that were like $500 um, because Marissa and Trevor Lawrence did it for their wedding but I couldn't convince Hunter to do that so we got like these oh, shoot what are they called thousand fell shoes I think they're like 70 bucks a piece but they look very similar it's like a white sneaker with like a black heel band and it was really cute and so I ended up changing into them for the whole reception like I didn't wear heels once um, which then made the dress even longer on me because there was no heel, but at least that way I could literally stand, like I could actually stand. So that was good. And no one was going to see the shoes because the dress was so dang long. And so we went in for our reception and we did our first dance and it was awesome. I was really stressed about the dance. Honestly, I have no idea because we did like a little, we did dance lessons. I think we did like three dance lessons. And so like we had a little something to do. Like we didn't want to just stand there and like sway back and forth. And so we had something to do. And so I was like really stressed about how that was going to go. And then after the dance, I was just chilling because then we just had to sit there, eat, talk to people and like party. Like after that, I was like, we are good to go. And so then we had our reception, which was really fun. Um, it was in the ballroom, which I was, I always hated the ballroom at this place when we were like touring and stuff. But like the team did a really great job. Like it looked really pretty in there. It obviously was not exactly how I envisioned. And I think it would have been... <laughs> They all of it would have looked a lot nicer outside 
but it was worth going inside because it was obviously warm. And so the people stayed and were like ready to party. Like no one was like miserable or cold. And like that was so much more worth it because I was, I didn't want people coming back from the wedding being like, yeah, the wedding was beautiful and the photos looked great, but I left at 8 p.m. because I was too cold to sit out there. Like I wanted people to really enjoy our wedding. And so it ended up working out with it being inside. The room really looked great for like what they could do in that amount of time. Um, and so I, I really did love it. I thought it was beautiful. It was so glowy. It was so pretty. Obviously, it was not plan A, but such a sweet plan B. And it was just kind of like a no one's wedding goes perfectly. And I feel like because that happened, it made me so much more grateful that we got to have the outdoor ceremony and got to get pictures outside. Like, I was just more grateful and like more aware throughout the whole day. So yeah, the reception was an absolute party. People, we had an open bar and people enjoyed themselves and the food was great and we got to like go around and talk with everybody and then we got to obviously open up the dance floor and it was, I live for a dance floor. Like it was, I just wanted it to be a party and it was a party. We had like the glow foam sticks. I had like matching heart sunglasses for everybody as like a dance floor favor. Um, pink, obviously, I had to put something pink at my wedding. And so it was the heart sunglasses. We had spark boxes from the DJ. Um, people were doing backflips. People were rolling all over the floor. Like, I just got back my wedding photos. And some of these dance floor pictures are absolutely ridiculous. Like, it, it, I just, <laughs> our wedding video is definitely going to be interesting. Anyways, reception was awesome. And we ended up doing a fake getaway because, like I said, we extended the wedding. And with that, we didn't want to have to pay to extend the videographer and photographer because that would be really expensive to pay them for the extra hour. And so we did a fake getaway. And so we took the whole bridal party out and we did the sparkler exit with the bridal party and us got those exit pictures. Obviously, it's like not a full group of people where we're doing our exit. Got in the getaway car, took those pictures of video. And then the photographer and videographer went home and then we stayed for an extra hour partied with the rest of our like friends and family had a great time we got to do a private last dance which was really really sweet while everyone else was getting set up for the real sparkler exit and then we did that we danced oh I didn't even say what our dance songs were our first dance was yours by Russell Dickerson that was always a really special song for Hunter and I our whole relationship so we always knew that was going to be our first dance song and then our exit song that's kind of funny. I'm trying to think what it is. I think it was the From the Ground Up by Dan and Shay. I, I'm pretty sure that's what it was. And it was just really sweet to like just get to dance and there was no photographer, no videographer. Like it was just us, which was also really sweet. And we got to like see our reception room for the last time. And like it was the last time I was going to be at that venue that I had just spent so much time like thinking about and envisioning. Um, and like we were saying goodbye to everybody. And then finally we got to the sparkler exit and <laughs> I had my maid of honor stay back to like at least take like a little like a couple photos of us while we were doing our private last dance on her phone. And so as we're walking out to the sparkler exit, I got to like hug her and say goodbye. Cause like we were about to like leave and then like go on our honeymoon and then move to Texas. Like all of a sudden I was like, Oh my gosh. And so I got to like hug her and say goodbye. And we went out and did our real sparkler exit. No photographer, no videographer. It was just like us vibing. <laughs> I just keep saying vibing, but it was really the truth. Got in our getaway car and got to go back and get our stuff and then went to our hotel that night. And so that was a really long wedding episode. I, I missed so many things. Like there were so many details I couldn't even, like this episode's already an hour long. Like, I can't even believe it. But like 
so many details about the wedding, like the flowers, like there's certain things you just need to see pictures of. So definitely go on my personal Instagram, look at some photos. I'll do a swipe of some wedding pictures on the She's Going Places Instagram so you guys can see some more wedding photos um, and see a little bit more of what I'm talking about. But we had like so many fun little details throughout the whole wedding, like our flowers I thought were gorgeous. Like we had um, a bar sign for our signature drinks that had our dogs. We made signature drinks about like my two golden retrievers and Hunter's dog. I don't know what kind of dog she is. And we made those and like those were really sweet and like people like literally loved it. Like we did like Deacon's Dirty Shirley and like Momo's Moscow Mule. Like it was really cute. And so people loved that. We gave out like pashminas to all of the women. Oh, our favors. We did Hunter and I handmade the olive. I talked about this in an episode. We handmade like the olive oil favors um, and had those placed at everyone's um, seat um, as far as like flowers and stuff, like we had this like beautiful chunky garland on like farmhouse tables and these big centerpieces um, on the rounds. I'm trying to think about what other details. There's literally so many. I had um, a surprise groom's cake made for Hunter, a big, massive <laughs> Purdue pea cake that I thought was going to be like, like a, like a small, like handheld cake. And it was literally like the size of my dining room table. Like it was this massive, massive Purdue piece. So it was really funny when they brought that out because I had obviously never seen it. So that was a really fun detail that we had. We had a champagne wall that had like our entire seating chart on these like two gorgeous mirrors that had like everything written out with like champagne racks on the bottom um, for like guests to like go and like pick up champagne and like figure out where they were sitting. So, like, that was really, really cute. That one didn't turn out exactly how we thought it was going to turn out, but it's okay. I'm looking at photos now to jog my memory. Um, we got, like, custom menu cards made um, that, like, matched our invitations, and we put an olive sprig in with each, like, folded napkin with the menus. And so, like, the tables were, like, absolutely gorgeous. Our wedding cake, it was really, really simple. It was, like, naked cake vibes with, like, really pretty florals. I really – there was no wedding cakes that I was, like, obsessed with. And I wanted it to feel really Italian. And so that's what we went with. But then we also did like a big dessert table. What else? We had like custom cake cutting set. That was really, really pretty. Oh my gosh. We had a live painter. I can't believe I even like for almost forgot to talk about this. We had a live painter who was there and was painting our ceremony. And he like finished it during the whole reception. And it's hanging in my home now. And it's the most beautiful painting I've ever seen in my entire life. 10 out of 10. Best decision ever. Everyone needs a live painter at their wedding. It's super bougie, but it's a it's literally amazing. Like I'm gonna treasure that painting for the rest of my life. And he did such an amazing job. I'm absolutely obsessed. Obsessed. Like I I'll, I don't think I'll ever get over that live painter. We also did an anniversary dance um, where like all the couples come out and like that you like stay on the floor for as long as you've gotten married to kind of do a special tribute to my great grandparents who were there and they have been married for so, 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 so long. And it was so special to have my great grandparents like there and present at the wedding and to like, I don't know, get to honor them. I think it was just really, really special to like get to celebrate them. We did the money bag dance. And if you're Italian, you know, you know, but this is like a traditional Italian wedding tradition where <laughs> the bride has this money bag. And essentially the groom, the not the groom, the bride's father starts it and they hold up money 
and you essentially pay to dance with the bride and they pay like an Italian song. We did, um, I think the way you look tonight by Frank Sinatra and people come out and like tap you in and out and they like pay to dance with the bride. It's weird to explain, but I got to use my mom's money bag, which was adorable. Like it was like sweet. She saved everything. So it was sweet to get to like incorporate like so many details from her wedding. Speaking of details from her wedding, she also got me a clutch made with an applique from her wedding dress as like my wedding day clutch and then we're gonna get an applique from my wedding dress and put it on there and like my daughter will get to use it so it was like sweet like creating like special wedding mementos for the two of us to like share in um so yeah we did the money back dance which is fun you get to like dance with like all the men at the wedding who you know pay to dance with you and it's like fun to get to like have like some like like even it's like 15 seconds like 15 seconds of alone time with them to like get to talk and spend time with them um, we did the bouquet toss, but did not do the garter toss. I think the garter toss is gross and weird. Um, <laughs> just my opinion. But we did do the bouquet toss, and that was really sweet. I'm trying to think about what other traditions and, like, non-traditions that we did. Okay, the last thing I want to talk about is my something old, something new, something borrowed, something blue. Because I think it's funny. And then we'll sign off on this week's episode. But my something old, which was really, really special was it honestly we had a bunch of things so it could kind of be anywhere is like the clutch or like the pieces from my mom's dress my something new my dress gorge something borrowed so what we did is I also borrowed a piece of my mom's wedding dress and she surprised me and she got the florist to wrap the bottom of her um the bottom of my bouquet with like an, a piece like a scrap from my mom's wedding dress and then we tied um, a little locket to it. And it had a photo of my mom's mom, my grandma, who is no longer with us. Um, and she got to be a part of my special day. And she was incorporated in my bouquet. And not a lot of people saw it. Really, it was just me and my mom who knew about it. But it was just special for the two of us um, to get to have that and get to share in that. And we all look so much alike. We're literally like twins. and. Um, it, you know, obviously, like, weddings, like, it's hard when you don't have family there and, like, there's people missing that you wish could be there. And so it was just a special way to honor her and to have her incorporated in the day. And me and my mom were just talking and, like, the pictures of me and my mom, the app, the locket with her photo is facing out. So it's, like, kind of like a photo of the three of us at the wedding. And so that was a really, really special detail for my something borrowed. And then my something blue, my mom <laughs> got me a... Uh, she got me a white lace thong <laughs> embroidered with Mrs. Melman across the back in blue. And so that was just hilarious to me. I did wear it the day of the wedding and it was awesome. Um, and so I thought that was just like a funny little detail. The underwear literally just cracks me up. So I do have a thong that says Mrs. Melman across the, like the top strap. But yeah, those are my, those are those four things. And so I think that really wraps up this week's episode, I hope I gave you guys like a good enough glimpse into my wedding day. If you guys have any more questions, please feel free to ask. I can't imagine you guys want another wedding episode, but I'd be happy to do one. Um, it's just been fun getting to like share this day with y'all because like you guys were so excited for me when I got engaged and like getting to go through this whole process. And it's crazy to think I've had a podcast like this entire time and, you know, now I'm married and now life looks completely different. And so I was excited to just get to share in all the details and like relive this day. It was so special to me and it's so special that I get to share it with y'all. So thank you so much for listening. 
Remember, I post episodes every single Wednesday. So if you're not subscribed and new to the podcast, please subscribe so you do not miss an episode. Season three is back in its full glory. And if you're not following us on Instagram, check out at She's Going Places Podcast on Instagram so you don't miss anything when it comes to She's Going Places. I absolutely love you guys. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. And let's go places together.